Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there. So have you ever felt before going to work the night before on a Sunday night or a Tuesday night, whatever night it is, that you're just absolutely dreading going back to the office. Maybe you had a bad day, maybe you had a bad week, maybe you had a bad experience, and now you have to go back. Something about the day you last left the office isn't sitting well with you and you are just absolutely dreading going to the office the next morning. Maybe it's keeping you up the night before. Maybe you were up in the morning and you're dragging your feet on getting ready. Maybe you're standing out in front of the office and you just don't want to go in. Depending on how severe it is, there's any number of ways that you can feel going in after, after having one of these bad experiences at work or bad days. So the first thing I wanted to talk about with that is to recognize that you're not the only person that feels that way. And I start with that on purpose because I had that experience quite a bit, as I'm sure many of us have. There's always something that goes on at the office. Perhaps you're feeling embarrassed or awkward or afraid or angry and you just don't want to go in. And you think that this only happens to me. Why does everybody else go to the office and it seems like no big deal? Things just roll off their back. And I used to think that, that I was the only one that had this horrible dread sometimes to go in until, I don't know, maybe about 15 years ago, I was working with someone and they came into my office and shut the door, sat down in a big harumph, and I'm looking, thinking, what's happening here? Am I in trouble? What's the deal? And he looked at me and he's like, I'm having an awful day. I I didn't want to come here. I felt so stressed out after the way I left the office on Friday. I had this big thing with another one of our colleagues, and I just felt so uncomfortable about the whole thing, and I just couldn't face it this morning. But somehow I got up and I came to the office, and now that I'm here, I feel so much better, but I can't believe that I had a horrible weekend all weekend because I was dreading coming in, and now that I'm here, it's no big thing. That was kind of one of those aha moments for me in my career because I thought, gosh, you know, that often happens to me because a lot of times we build it up so big in our head and it's kind of our internal dialogue that's telling us that we should be afraid or be nervous or worried about going and facing something whatever it was that happened the last time. And unless it's something very concrete, which that happens too, right? Maybe you did have, like this person, a blow up with someone that you work with. Maybe you got in trouble by your supervisor or your boss. Maybe you messed up a big project and you're just feeling disappointed and ashamed and embarrassed. Maybe it is something concrete that you can place your your finger on, but maybe it's also just this feeling in your gut that you don't want to go to work. So I kind of want to break those two different things down today. And the first one being that it's something concrete that you can focus on, right? You know that something didn't go right on your last day at the office and you're dreading going to work because you're going to have to be accountable for whatever that was, okay? And again, for starters, 
I would encourage you to examine exactly what the situation is. And I realize as I'm saying that how crazy that sounds because if you're anything like me, you've done nothing but analyze and overanalyze and rethink it and consider it all weekend long or all night long or however the period is between when you last left the office, okay? But think about it in a little bit of a different way. Think about it first, was it just your perception? Are you really stressed out about the situation because you perceived this scenario to be something really big, whereas perhaps the other person was just thinking it was business as usual? There's always a chance that that is the situation, and, and now we've gone and stressed ourselves out, like this guy, ruining our entire weekend over something that we're going to walk into the office and no one's ever going to say anything again because they have no idea why we're feeling so freaked out about something. Okay, so think about if it is something concrete or just something perhaps your mind is blowing up and stressing about, and maybe it's kind of your, your own internal messaging of holding yourself to different standards. And I'll come back to that in a minute. If it is something that's concrete, something that you know happened, something that you're feeling uncomfortable about, an exchange with a coworker, an argument, you handed in something to your boss and they reprimanded you or, or whatever it may be. Think about how when you go into the office the next day or as you're on your way into the office or when you get into the office, think about ways that you can learn from that experience. And I'm sure you've heard the old adage that we learn so much more from falling down. We learn so much more from our mistakes, from any of our successes. And I really believe this is true because it is constantly teaching you to stretch, do better, improve upon yourself, and you learn not only the right way to do something, but the wrong way to do something. So in every one of those failure messages, you're learning not one thing, but two things. Whereas if you succeed, you only learned how to succeed. You have no idea what that looks like if it hadn't gone the way you wanted it to, okay? So by whatever this action or activity or goings on that happened that is causing you to feel such stress, think about what there is to learn from that scenario. Is it something that perhaps we were at fault and we need to amend our behavior or we need to adjust the way we approach a project or do a little bit better, spend more time on it? Is it simply just something that we got caught up in and it really has nothing to do with us, but somehow we got dragged into the mess and it's just making everything feel uncomfortable. If that's the case, there's always something to learn from that too, right? Maybe there's a way that you can avoid getting dragged into the mess next time. Maybe there's a way that you can kind of advocate for yourself a little bit stronger to make sure that you're not the one getting smeared by whatever it is that's going on, as well as everybody else, if you were just in fact in the periphery and got dragged in. Maybe it was an altercation with a coworker, and it could be that the altercation stemmed from some of your behavior or some of their behavior or a combination of both. Think about those things and how you can adjust. And the reason I talk about this is that I think that in general, we are action-oriented people. And if we are just floating around in our minds, thinking about all of the things that could go wrong and might go wrong and did go wrong and how we feel about those things, the, the possibilities are endless of what's going to happen. Whereas if we are focused on a task, those things kind of fall away a little bit because it occupies our mind space a little bit better because we're focused on the task. 
So if you can break apart whatever happened and pull out the lessons learned and the things that you're going to do better and the action items that you need to get right on that very next day in the office, focus your mind on those things. Focus your mind on, I'm going to go into the office today. I'm going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to talk to this person. I'm going to face them. I'm going to do my work a little bit better. I'm going to follow up with my boss with maybe a revised task. Whatever it may be, if you are focused on the action, then your mind is a little bit more busy and it's not going to have as much time to be wandering around in that compartment that says, oh my gosh, I can't go to the office. I can't go to the office. I'm too stressed out. I don't want to go back. I don't want to do this. Focus on the action that you can do to leverage whatever happened for good, for an improvement, for peace amongst your coworkers, for a, a better product for your boss next time around. Focus on that. I'm not telling you that it's going to make it any easier to go in the office, right? It's, it's, it's not going to make it a normal Monday or a normal Tuesday where none of the, the scenario happened that's causing the stress, but I am telling you that it will make it a little bit less stressful because you aren't going to be all consumed by thinking about all of the coulda, woulda, shouldas, and you'll be focused on what it is you need to do something concrete. Go in, do the task, come home. If it's possible and you can kind of tell yourself that, oh, you know, well, I'll only go in for a half a day, I'll get this done, and then I'll leave. And then sometimes that gives you a little bit of an escape route. I had a job that I really hated, and I literally used to drag myself into the office telling myself pretty much every day I was going to work a half a day, and I was going to leave at lunch. And I almost never left at lunch, because once I got there and I got going, as much as I didn't like it, it was like, well, I'll stay till 2. Well, I'll stay till 3. Next thing you know, it's the end of the day and we're back to the next day until I was able to, you know, rethink, revise and, and change my position at that point. But the point being is that once you're there and you're doing it, a lot of times we make it out so big in our mind that once we get there and we're, we're rolling with the work and doing things and being active, your brain is a little bit too busy to really focus on all of the other sidetracks that are going on in our mind. So just to pull back on that thread about perception, one thing I did want to mention is sometimes we can really build it up in our mind that we've done something that is not good enough or not the best work we can do, or maybe we didn't handle a situation correctly. And a lot of times that's our internal soundtrack, right? That's our perception. And if you are a perfectionist or someone that always takes things to the next level, it's very easy for us to feel like we didn't do our very best when that may just be our perception because not everybody is a perfectionist. Over the years, I worked with tons of type A personalities, but even still, not all of them had the same type of type A, if you will, that I did. Not all of them had the attention to detail in certain areas and other areas, and I would wind myself around the axle worrying about making sure that I did things to my level of per perfection, while other people were just like, yeah, this is great. And even if I didn't give 100%, they were still like, oh, this is amazing. And I would stress out because I would know that I didn't give 100% for whatever was going on. Maybe something else was going on at the time and I only gave 80%. But because my level of type A and perfectionism is mine, whereas I was still doing the assignment, sometimes that can really skew the way we think about things. We have to be careful about taking people at their word. I, I, 
I'll be honest, there were a few times where I found myself actually arguing with people when they would say that what I provided them was good because it, I didn't feel it was ready yet or there yet. And I would argue with them and say, no, it's not done yet. They're telling me I did a good job and I'm telling them, no, I didn't. I really need to get back to work on this because it's not ready yet. And they were saying it was fine. So that was my internal stuff. And it's easy to then kind of get wrapped around the axle thinking about how, oh, I fell down on the job. I didn't do it right. I should have pushed harder. I should have made sure it was done right. They said it was okay, but I just don't think it's the right thing. And what if it gets further up? What if, what if, what if, right? And that's an example of what if really gone wrong. Take them at their word if they're telling you that they're happy with whatever you're doing or if they're telling you there's not a problem or they're telling you they don't understand why you feel there's tension because there's just not. Take people at their word even if perhaps somewhere internally you may not agree. My thinking there is they may be lying and they may be agreeing with you, but they told you that they thought it was fine. So you have to take them at their word of what they're saying to you. And if it does come back and blow up, you can say, you know, I asked you, I was concerned about this, but you said it was fine. I'm sorry you feel this way now, but at the time I only had the information you provided me to go on, so I went with what you said to me. So if it's not something you can think about tangibly, like an actual thing that happened and it's just a feeling that you're dreading going to work, Again, this is kind of twofold. Is this something that's happening a lot? Because if it's something that's happening a lot, then perhaps, like me, you need to consider, is there something about this job that is just not working? If you are getting up every morning dreading going to the office, and this is a long-term occurrence, that's not healthy, folks. I understand you got to pay the bills, but perhaps it's time to really start considering some other options. It doesn't necessarily have to be outside the company. Maybe you ask for a different assignment. Maybe you ask for different opportunities. Whatever it can be, we've talked about that on other episodes, and we will continue to talk about those opportunities. I'm talking about the the thinking process of dreading going to the office. If that is an everyday thing, that's something that you really need to start thinking about because you, you don't want to do that to yourself every day. Who wants to get up every day dreading going to where they're going? Now, if you get there and you're fine once you get there, then perhaps it's manageable, right? But if this is a one-time thing or seldom thing where for whatever reason you're dreading going to the office and you're not exactly sure, you kind of feel like maybe you insulted somebody in the break room, you kind of feel like your boss didn't seem as excited as they could have been about the project that you handed in, they didn't say anything, but you just didn't feel real confident about the, the product that you put out. Maybe the person in the office next to you has been giving you weird looks or saying odd comments and you're just not sure about that. Maybe it's something you just can't place your finger on that you're dreading going to the office because you're going to have to face it and you're just not sure what it is. That's obviously a little bit more difficult because if you just can't figure out what it is that's making you dread go to the office, it's harder to create some kind of a task list, an, an action item list that you can really attack when you get to the office. The main thing that I would say about that is I'm a attack problems head on kind of person. And I I always recommend that because I think that even if you're not a bull in China shop like I can be, the idea of going right at the problem, even if you do it in your own manner, in your own way, maybe it's not totally blunt and in your face, maybe it's a little bit more subtle, maybe you just gently go and talk to somebody. Going and addressing the problem head on is similar to taking that action 
to the concrete thing that you know, because it's giving you a mission. It's giving you a purpose. So if there's something that, again, you're not quite sure what it is, and your coworker was kind of talking to you strange, go and see that coworker first thing in the morning. Maybe just see if they want to have coffee. You don't have to be in their face and be like, yo, I heard you talking to me on Friday. You sounded really weird. Did I do something? Are you mad at me? You could go at it that way, or you could totally sidestep it and just go and say, hey, you want to go grab a cup of coffee this morning? Gosh, Mondays are the worst, aren't they? And slowly feel them out that way. Right, So whatever your communication and personality style, whatever you're comfortable in, you can apply that to kind of get to the bottom of what's going on. But the key is that you're going to go in with the mission that you're going to get to the bottom of it first thing, before lunch, as soon as they come into the office, as soon as your schedule allows, as soon as you're able to. Kind of like that if you fall off a horse, you hop right back on. That whole concept, right? Address it head on right away so that you can get back to what it is you need to be doing. Taking care of yourself and making sure that you're not ruining your weekend with yourself, your friends, your family, whomever it was, because you're totally stressed out about having to go back to work. And you may find when you talk to this person that everything is fine and they have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Maybe something was going on with you and you just read something into it that wasn't actually there. And now you've just stressed out about it for nothing. Maybe they did try to send you a signal that perhaps you were a little bit too curt with them. Maybe they were having a bad day. Maybe they just didn't mean to come across the way they did. There's a million different permutations of why you might have perceived what you did. But don't always assume the worst, especially when we don't have concrete information, if we're just kind of going with our gut. Now, our guts obviously are often reliable, and I, I, like I said, I think you should definitely go and talk to that person because if our gut is telling us something, oftentimes that's kind of a message to us that, hey, maybe we need to take a step back and think about this. And if you are, again, stressing out all weekend long or all night long before you have to go back to the office, such state that you are so stressed out about going to the office, you need to address it. If no other reason for your own state of mind so that you can be where you need to be at work because it's not productive for you to go to the office and have your head everywhere else but doing the work you do because you're stressed out about all of these other factors. Your actual work could suffer at that point because you're not focused on what it is you need to be doing. You're focusing on all of this other nonsense that's going on that really shouldn't have anything to do with your work. So if you're stressed out about going to the office because you have to give bad news to somebody, I had an old boss that used to say, you know, bad news never gets better with time. He wanted to know what was going on as soon as you knew. If something went wrong, he wanted to know it as soon as possible. And I, every once in a while, you'd panic at that because you'd think, well, maybe I can fix it before I have to let him know that it's bad or at least give him an action plan of how I'm going to be fixing the problem. And I think, you know, if you can take a half an hour, if it's something that's not going to blow up in your face and come up with your recommendations to fix the problem or alleviate the problem or lessen the effects of it, then I think that that's okay. But staying home from work because you don't want to have to go and tell your boss or tell a coworker or tell a subordinate some kind of bad news, that is kind of falling in that bad news isn't going to get better. And the longer you put it off, the harder and harder it's going to be, particularly on us, right? Because you're sitting with that news 
and you're the only one shouldering that weight. You're not sharing it with whomever it was supposed to be shared with. So rather than shoulder all of that yourself, go and share it with whomever it's supposed to be shared with. If you can offer some recommendations for how to alleviate it or lessen it or improve upon it or fix it for the next time, even better. You know, offering bad news without an action plan or without a recommendation, especially to a supervisor, I think is bad practice. If you have no idea what to do, obviously you have no idea what to do and and you need to be transparent about that. But particularly if you're a supervisor or a manager or something like that, our supervisors expect us to have action plans, corrective actions, ideas, recommendations, things like that when things go sideways. So try to come up with at least one or two small things, even if they're not optimal and they're not going to go for them. At least it demonstrates that you recognize there was a problem and you tried to problem solve it. You just didn't go to your boss and say, we have a problem. This is what it is. I'm dumping it in your lap. I'm done. Right, because that's not that's not how supervisors and managers act. That's not how emerging leaders and just everyday employees should act either. Because we should all want to strive to do better. But I do recognize that there are a lot of problems that certain times at certain levels that's above our pay grade, and we just don't know how to work on that, or we don't have the wherewithal, we don't have the resources, we don't have the situational awareness. There's a lot of things that fall into it. But if it's something that you could offer some suggestions, you should always do that. So I sincerely hope that the days that you dread going to the office are few and far between. But if you do find yourself in that situation where you are dreading going in, hopefully some of these things will help you make that transition a little bit easier so that you're not really winding yourself up to be having the worst day ever or you're just not going into work that day and dragging it out to the next to the next because As I mentioned earlier, the longer you put it off, the worse it's going to be, if for no other reason, because you've had so much more time to really think about it. And life is too short to really waste all of that time stressing about work. So make your action list, brush it off, and head on into work and have a really great day. All right, so thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to notyourordinarygirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend it to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out, because after all, there's only one you.